Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. All right, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are going to talk about postpartum nesting and how I'm taking it slow because I posted in the group yesterday about how I had decluttered. I had done a purge session in our house. I was decluttering. I was setting up our home and space to work for us, not against us. And I just wanted to be really clear with you guys and let you know that I'm two weeks postpartum and yes, I did that, but I have to be completely honest and let you know that's like the only thing I've done above and beyond breastfeeding a baby, feeding the toddler and just surviving, right? Like I'm not doing a lot. I spend 90% of my days on the couch or on the bed um, and I'm okay with that. I prefer that, especially in a season where I just had a two-week-old baby. And now here I am recording an episode for you guys, but guys, this is easy stuff. Like it's not hard on my body. This, this is my brain time. This is my me time. This is my self-care, like showing up with you guys. I love it. I thrive on it. So it's not hard for me. It's not like I'm overextending myself. It was like, okay, it's been two weeks. I feel like I'm ready to start showing up for you guys again. Hey, Kaylee, um, other Kaylee, start showing up for you guys again and not totally exhausting myself and it feels right to me. So I'm really, really excited to be able to talk to you guys about this as I'm in it because when I started Motherhood Simplified, all I could do was tell you guys what it was like with Kaylee and how little I actually did with her. And now I get to actually show you, like this is what a simplified home can do for you in your postpartum experience. It does the hard work of your home stuff for you. It, um, <clears throat> it, you, it, it makes your home work for you and not against you. And that's something that I really want to just talk to you guys about over and over and over again until you guys think it's annoying, is like make your home work for you, not against you, okay? because you can do that. It's possible. So I wanted to talk to you guys about that. And then I wanted to um, talk to you a little bit about some toys and how I set our home up yesterday. I'm going to talk to you guys about some Montessori style toys. I'm going to rip this page out. So I have my notes and Carrie can color in the book. There you go. You color in here. And I have my notes. Dun -dun. You have this. Hey, Jennifer and Shaylee, Jessica, thank you, everybody, for being so nice to me. <laughs> um, so yesterday, I took pictures of some toys that I had purged, um, some ones that were like broken, some kitchen, like plastic kitchen toys from Kayla's Kitchen that were broken and cracked, and just kind of like not, not good. We had too many anyway. Um, got rid of some stuffed animals that were not special that had been washed and didn't dry completely right. And now they, they smell kind of funky. Um, I purged some maternity clothes that I, I, I'm still not into regular clothes yet, but I'm definitely not in those maternity clothes, some of them. Um, so I got rid of those ones that I know are just, they're not gonna be worn again. 
right? They're not welcome in my closet. So I got rid of those. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. Kaylee decided to take my notes instead of the whole entire notebook that I gave her. Right, I gave her a whole notebook and she wants the one page of notes. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so if Emily is still here, I was talking to her yesterday or a couple days ago. I don't know if I saw on baby time, so I don't remember. But I told her I felt kind of like a fraud because I have been in the postpartum phase. Her and I, um, as my husband gets back into work, he does have paternity leave, which is really nice, but he is still doing some work on some days. So I felt kind of bad because I'm like, Kaylee needs more than YouTube, right? And it's too hot for me to take the baby outside with Kaylee for long periods of time. And yes, we have a good amount of toys, but it was just feeling kind of stale. It was feeling kind of stale. She's two. She is starting to need a little bit more like engagement and like stimulation. So I got on Amazon and I ordered her some toys and I'm going to show you guys the video of the toys that I got because I was very intentional about what we picked out. These are mine. These are mine about what we picked out. Um, and I felt like a fraud. So I was like, here I am telling people, your kids don't need a lot of toys, but I'm going to get on and buy some toys. And Emily reminded me that we declutter our homes and simplify our lives so that we have room to add in the things that we need when we need them and the things that we want when we want them. Okay, so the toys, I feel like we're kind of a need. You know, it's debatable, but for me it was a need because I need something fun and new to do with Kaylee. And it was a want because I got the things that I always wanted to have with my older kids, but we just didn't have the means or the money to make it happen with them. So I never got to experience that with them. So I'm getting the things now that I want to do with Kaylee that I didn't do with my first two kids. And I'm really, really excited about it. And <clears throat> when I was buying those, I was doing it intentionally. And I like the term, I don't know where it came from. Hey, Josie and Wendy and Amy and Jessica and Jennifer. Hello, everybody. Um, you wanna go outside? Hi. Okay, I'm gonna go open up the door for her so that she can go outside, hold on. So when I was buying the toys and picking them out, um, I like the term like curating your home, like creating it on purpose, intentionally making a space that works for your family. And that's what I was doing when I was picking out these toys. Like, what can I bring down here? If you guys are watching on a live video, like what can I bring down here onto this shelf behind me that Kaylee and I can do together that would be really fun and engaging for her outside. and simple. Um, you can go outside, go find mom. I think there's a bunny over there. The bunny, we have a, a bunny that comes into our yard and he has little nests like right up there. Um, but those are the types of things that I was picking out. Like what kinds of things will fit there? A right amount, a good fit, good for Kaylee's age, good for me to do one-handed while I breastfeed a baby. And I picked that out. And as I was doing it, I remembered back when I was a kid and we would play like house or family or whatever. And we would build forts. And my favorite thing to do was create a, create a space. Like I wasn't so much into like actually being the mom or like actually being the kid. Like what I was into was making the rooms and making the house. And that's what it felt like I was doing yesterday was like having fun again 
like when I was a kid, creating my home and creating our rooms and creating our spaces. And I wanted to just kind of remind you of that. Like as you're decluttering, yes, it's about decluttering. Yes, it's about getting rid of stuff. Look. But <laughs> you should also have fun with it, right? You should have fun with it. You should make it your own. Um, hang on, Kira, let me put the lid on. And I want that for you. Okay, so curate your space. Like, be intentional about the things that you are choosing to bring into your home, and especially when it comes to toys and how you're setting it up. Um, but when I show you guys, like, in just a second, and when I show you guys the stuff that we have, like, we don't have a huge amount of toys, right? Like, we have a lot of different kinds of toys, and I will show them all to you. But I think a lot of times people get mixed up and think that they have to have a ton of things, right? Like you have to have three bins of doll accessories in order for your kids to play with a doll. And I'll show you guys how we have dolls set up. You don't need that many. You don't need a thousand magnet tiles, right? You don't need 800 Shopkins. You don't need 5,000 blocks in order for them to enjoy the toy, right? So I'm going to show you guys that like just some little tips and tricks for setting up the toys in your home, how I do it and how I've done it in classrooms. Cause the same is true in a classroom of when I taught Montessori, the same is true um, for a classroom of 30 kids. Like you don't need a thousand bucks for 30 kids. I know that because I've done it. Okay. So I'll show you guys those tips and tricks. If you're listening to this on the podcast, get inside of the motherhood simplified group, because I'm going to tag this video into the announcement section so that if you want to have the visual portion of it, you want to see how things are set up, you can find that because obviously I can't show you the video on the podcast, right? That's not how podcasts work. Um, but then I wanted to talk to you guys just a little bit about Montessori as well. So I know it's something that comes up a lot in here. People are asking like, how do you do, I'll, I'll answer that in just a second, Jeannie. Um, how do you do Montessori in your home? And I get asked it a lot. And I think some of you, maybe not all of you, because I don't really advertise it a whole ton, know that I used to work in Montessori schools. I did my Montessori training, um, but I finished it. I finished the, the, the process right at the tail end of my teaching experience when I knew that I was burnt out and I didn't want to do it anymore. And I never wanted to be in a classroom again. So I didn't pay the $3,000 to get my certificate, but I did all of the work. And the reason that I don't advertise that I know a lot about Montessori is because, don't be mad at me, I don't want to teach it. I don't want to teach how to do Montessori. There are so many other, and I have some, I wrote them down, some of my favorites for you, books, people to follow, um, other experts in this who really love and enjoy teaching how to make your home set up Montessori style, but I, I don't enjoy it. So, so I don't want to teach it. Um, hey, Darlene. Um, and I also think that because I had such a technical training in Montessori, that it's hard for me to kind of step out of that and translate it into a home thing because I want to teach you the sequence. I want to teach you the method methodology. I want to teach you the secret behind why it is the way that it is. I want to teach you the history of it. I want to teach you that it's way more than having a set of wooden blocks or wooden toys in your home. Like it's very in depth. 
And if you want to learn it, go learn it. Um, but I will, as I show you guys the house tour, I will show you ways that I incorporate it into our home in simple ways because I don't even want to follow Montessori completely in my own home. Um, I just don't. Like it works great for a classroom. There are lots of aspects about it that I love. Um, you can go outside. I'm going to show them toys in just a minute. You want to say hi? Look. It's you. She loves to pick her nose. Do you like to pick your nose? Yes. <laughs> You're silly. Okay. Um, so that's a little bit about Montessori. When I show you the tour, I will explain it all. But the things that I love about Montessori that I hope that you um, take away from this is that Montessori is very intuitive for kids. It's very intuitive and it's very easy for them to follow. It's very sequential, which makes it easy for kids to follow and makes it very good for their development, I think. It goes right along with what's developmentally appropriate for kids, which I also love because I think a lot of what's out there is not developmentally appropriate for kids, the way that we are sold and marketed certain toys and whatever. Not appropriate for kids. Montessori is very methodical and in line with that. Um, but I will also say that the things that I choose to do in our home that are Montessori, a lot of it requires a lot from me because they are materials, they are lessons, they are things that are set up intentionally to teach them in a certain way. And it requires a lot from me to be able to sit down with Kaylee and show her how to do that. Okay, so I think that's one of the disconnects too, is that people think that they can just buy Montessori toys and it teaches the kids for them or they can just buy the Montessori toys and put it on the shelf and then their work is done. To me, that's not how Montessori works or what Montessori is. So like I said, again, as, as soon as I hang up on this podcast recording, for those of you watching in the Facebook group, I will show it to you and explain it to you more in depth. But um, those are just some things to consider when you are wanting to start implementing things like Montessori into your home. Um, research it, find some good books on it, find some good people to follow who can show you how to do that. But I'm gonna read to you, I'll put it in the description of this podcast and in the video as well. But these are the books that I have read that have been the most helpful to me. And I will be honest and let you know that they, most of them don't really teach you how to do Montessori. It's better because they teach you the, the ideology behind Montessori, why they do things the way they do, how kids learn and develop. And actually Montessori is probably the original minimalist mother and um, believes in like that there's such a heavy focus on the physical environment and it being under stimulating. If you walk into like a Montessori school, you'll never see like colored posters on the walls, like colored paints, it's all neutral tones, earth tones, um, because that is what's easiest for kids to thrive in is not an overstimulating environment. Um, but anyway, it talks about all that kind of stuff, like how kids learn best, what the natural flow and development of it. But The Absorbent Mind by Maria Montessori, Kaylee, I'm going to turn this on Kaylee. The Absorbent Mind by Maria Montessori, the Secret of Childhood by Maria Montessori, The Montessori, oh, The Discovery of the Child by Maria Montessori, 
the Montessori method and Montessori on a limited budget. So I like the Montessori on a limited budget because it actually shows you Montessori materials that you can make um, on a budget and it shows you how to use them so that you don't have to go buy all of the expensive Montessori toys. And then the other four books that I recommend, like I said, I'll put it in the description of the video, um, really talk about the core of the Montessori philosophy, which is what I believe in and is how I run our home. To be honest, it's not about the stuff. It's not about the materials. It's about how you view the child, what you think helps them thrive, and all of that good stuff, how they develop and, and, and all that good stuff. And the absorbent mind is really, really interesting because it starts um, in the womb. Anyway, anyway, that's all the Montessori stuff. Um, that's some tips on toys. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to hang up. But if you want to see the video version of this, because here in Facebook, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to walk you around the house real quick and show you what we have. I'm going to show you the amounts. Um, I'm going to show you the types of Montessori things that we have and how I use them. And if you want to see that, get into the group, Motherhood Simplified, parentheses, the group. I'm going to tag this video into the announcement section and save it there forever. Just like I saved the sentimental video of me and my wedding dress in there forever. Okay. So there's lots of good stuff in here for you guys. And I will see you on the next episode. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting 
this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.